What's up, everybody? Today is Thursday, July 15th, and me and Michael are back at it again to talk some soccer. Michael, what's up? Not much. You know, I'm, I'm sad the Euros are over. I know. It was a great tournament. Ready for the domestic season now. That's pretty yeah. much. Uh, Michael, show everyone your uh, jersey. Got the Italy jersey. Um, if anyone doesn't remember, Michael was pretty hardly cheering for um, England, but hey. I was. You know, you know what? If they win, you got to put the jersey on. Say, You know, it's it's one of those beautiful things where, you know, I like, I like Italy as a team. That's like my international team, but I was rooting for England, so I couldn't lose. So yeah. once England lost, I was like, all right. Yeah. Forza Italia. Yeah, I, I was I was disappointed the rest of the day, but I kind of got over it. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit, and that's I mean that's just ended up being blown way out of proportion with everything that's going on. But yeah, um, uh, some uh, quick new things, real quick. I don't know if you saw this, but Arsenal lost their uh, first preseason match. They missed a penalty, and I guess their goalie like made a terrible mistake. Uh, it is the preseason, so these aren't players, but. That's not a good look. You love to see it. Yeah, it's not a good look. I texted my brother. He's an Arsenal fan. He's like, the team's a disaster. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also, uh, Messi signed a new deal, five-year deal with Barcelona. Um, The only thing this really does for me uh, in the Messi kind of Ronaldo debate, it's clear that Messi is now Tom Brady, and he's going to take less money for the team to be good. Um, And I don't really like that, but whatever. I, I, I will say, I, 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 it would be tough to picture Messi playing anywhere else with Barcelona. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I like it. I wanted to retire with Barcelona. Yeah, I think at this point you might as well. Um, so yeah. Uh, and today we're going to kind of get into a little preview of the La Liga and Serie A, and then maybe next week we'll do a show on uh, League One and the Bundesliga, and then we'll obviously do a more in-depth coverage or preview of. Um, the uh, EPL season. Um, I, I I don't know if you noticed, but like after the final came, uh, after the Euro final, like I, I know Arsenal obviously played it already, but like everyone's in action this weekend. It is a preseason, yeah. so I don't expect really any real players, but they are just going right at it. And yep. uh, it, good for them, I guess. Uh, um, yeah. All right. So we're going to start out with a little bit of trivia. All right. Um, just for anyone yeah. answering, if you guess it right, good for you, Michael. Uh, Chris Trivano Ronaldo is the all-time leading scorer in the European Championship. And second is Michael Platini from France. In third, which player is tied with Alan Shearer for the third most all-time goals in the European Championship? I'll give you a hint. It's, it's a current player. Um, I have no idea. I'm going to say – is it – I have no idea. Is it Zlatan? No, no, it is Antoine Griezmann. Oh, really? Yes, I. Wow. That's why I made a trivia question. I was kind of looking around for trivia, and I was like, "There's no way," because he's only played in two, uh, two guess, Euros, really. I guess went, yeah, two Euros. Because he went crazy last Euros, right? He was player of the tournament, I guess. Yeah, and he's heading. Um, I mean, we'll get into him with Barcelona, but whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, today in sports history, I always like to highlight either rugby or cricket because I don't know if we have any listeners that are from England or other countries. They probably care a lot about more cricket and rugby. Sure. But um, in 1902, I, when I read these also, I have no idea what, what it, any of it means. Um, in 1902, Indian-born England test batsman K.S. I'm not even going to say it. 
scores 180 before lunch for Sussex versus Surrey in a county cricket match at Hastings. Finishes unbeaten on 234. Um, you have any idea what that means? Congrats. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I started doing it on the Man to Mad podcast with uh, uh, Tom, and we just kind of mm. stuck to it. It's. Uh, yeah, I, like I, think it. We're gonna, I think we're actually going to do maybe a fantasy cricket league. So if you might be interested in that. Uh, I might have to join that. Yeah. So, um, But let's get into some of the more uh, current events in soccer around the world. Obviously, let's talk about the Euro blowback. Uh, congratulations to Italy. Um, I don't really have much to say about Italy. If you want to say some stuff, go ahead. Mine, mine is more questions for the England side. Yeah. I mean, I think after the first 20 minutes, Italy kind of deserved to win. Yeah. Obviously it was England just didn't play well, but Italy's team is just, they seem to just be so well formed. And like the back, the back line's insane. Chiellini and Benucci are insane. Yeah, I mean they'll probably play in the World Cup next yeah. year, but after that They're they got that so they got to be done for that. Um, I, so now I guess we switch to the England side. I I don't know where to put all the blame necessarily, but I'm not gonna lie, I put a lot of blame on Southgate. Um, I mean they looped off for that second minute goal, and then. I think he honestly expected to just fall back and sit back for 88 minutes and try to hold Italy from scoring. I think I think Luke Shaw's goal kind of hurt them yeah. in the grand scheme of things because I think if they didn't score, they would have played more aggressive the whole game. But the, I, I would put the majority of it on Southgate too because yeah. those players aren't just – they're not like falling back just because they want to. Like they're doing what the coach says, so. Yeah, and um, like the substitutions he made, I I mean, he brought on Saka, which I I mean, that's fine. Um, But but bringing on Jordan Henderson um, and then and then taking him off in the extra time like that, just you can't make that. Like, why did you even make that sub? Why? And and then I obviously I feel terrible for I mean, what started out is maybe the best day. I think I told you it's the best day for United ended so horribly. Yeah. Um, I do feel really bad for Rashford and I'll get into him and everything with what's going on with him and Sancho and Saka. Um, I, mm-hmm. I will say I, I Raheem Sterling, I don't know how he doesn't step up to take a kick. I, I just don't, I, I don't know him as a human being, but as one of the probably more veteran players on the team and a leader, I don't understand how you, allow two 21 year olds and an 18 year old to step up and take a PK before you do. I'm a, I mean, I agree. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, cause obviously it's not like Southgate went Sterling. You want to take one. And he said, no, like you gotta, you have to think he wanted to take one, but Southgate went and chose otherwise. So I and, mean, maybe he's following like the, the orders of the manager, but, I would expect him to take one. And having Rashford take a penalty, I, I don't. That, that, Rashford, that, that probably wasn't even his biggest penalty of his life. The PSG one might have been bigger. I knew when he the slow run up came, I knew it was going to miss uh, because he either go. I, I don't know why he decided to go with the slow run up, but because he in the past he just goes right for it and goes for power usually. It, right when he ran up, I knew it was going to hit it, and then it just 
uh, you know, hits the uh, post and goes out. Um, and then Sancho, I, I, well, I guess the other thing is I, we really need to give a lot of credit to uh, Donnarumma. I mean, I think he's from now until another guy comes, I think he's the best in the world right now. I mean, yeah. he's so big and you probably see it more on TV in my opinion, but like just how much space he's able to cover I, just diving one way. Like you have to perfectly place it because if you don't, if he guesses right, he's probably going to get it. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah. And I, I give credit to Pickford. I, I mean, probably the scariest, you know, 0.02 seconds of his life when it hit off the post and then like hit his back kind of, he was like, Oh my, I thought for sure it was going in. Yeah. Um, but he saved it. And then yeah, Saka coming in. Um, but yeah, I, in my opinion, England, England's still going to be strong going forward. I think they're a real threat at the next world cup. Um, I, this is more of a question for you. England seems the, like the way they've are formed and the way they played, like Kane should thrive with the speedy wingers and the midfield play. Granted, it wasn't great, and I don't really blame Kane for anything, especially because he came in and drilled the penalty kick. Um, but, like, it, it just seems like they couldn't get him the ball. I, I don't know. I mean, I've as a Spurs fan who watches every Spurs game, I, you have to blame the England players, I think, like, other than Kane. I mean, obviously Kane is at fault when he doesn't score. Like, he should score. Like, he had zero touches in the – in Italy's penalty box, which is obviously a problem. But watching Spurs, they get him the ball as much as possible. And like the more times Kane touches it, the more good things happen. Cause he passes great. He has good decision making. He scores a lot. So I just I I mean I, I don't think he works well with the like the system that England has yeah, really. I don't think so either. I mean, especially with the guys they have on the wing. I I know he plays forward, but it's all, almost like it, it seems like I feel like they should get him the ball as like in a false nine and let him either attack yeah. the goal or let him find the wingers or find people like that. Like it feels like that would be so much better for him. Like I said, I don't blame him. Um, I blame I blame Southgate mostly. Uh, yeah. And then I guess we have to. Uh, we'll be quick on this, but I mean the racism. It, it, it's. I mean. As bad as it say, it was expected. Like yeah. when you, because I could tell when, because the first two to take the penalty was Kane and Maguire, who are both Which, white. I gotta say, Maguire making his what was, a penalty! I what was shocked penalty. when he stepped up. I was like, "What? What are you doing? Why?" Yeah, but well, then and then the next three happened to be African American or or black, yeah. and they all missed. I was like, "Oh my god, this is like the worst thing that could have happened." And then, of course, it's like instant that it's just online abuse. And then, uh, obviously, they defaced the Rashford mural. And I don't know if you saw it. I'm sure you heard of it. Rashford wrote the letter. Rashford, I mean, I've said it before. He had a bad year. And now, I mean, we'll get to it later. We don't really need to. He's out till mid-October with a shoulder injury. Um, Mm -hmm. But he's a better dude than anything. And I was listening to another podcast, one of the Barstool podcasts. Uh, they have a Arsenal fan that does one uh, troops. His name is, and he was. I mean, he he kind of said it right. He's like the, the England fans pick and choose when to like and when to hate the black players or the African American yeah. players. Because I guarantee you, if they would have won that, and maybe only Sako missed or Saka mixed, and only or only Rashford missed, I mean, they would love them. I mean, mm-hmm. the majority of the players on the England team are black, so. 
I just don't get it. Like it is somewhat the same in like America, but I just feel like it, it's taken so much overboard overseas. Um, yeah, I agree. And like, you can just like, I've, I don't, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like just a lot of spots in Europe are just so much more racist than like openly racist than America. Yeah. I mean, and I, for sure, I'd say. I don't know what's going on. I, there's like a blur in my face. I don't know how this showed up. I don't know. It might be a little smudge on your camera or something. Whatever. We'll work oh, there with we it. Go. Um, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, but overall, I think we said it before. Great tournament. Uh, honestly, awesome. Everything I expected it to be and more. It was great. Uh, I think you think so too. But you can go ahead. Yeah, I think it was. It was one of the best tournaments, like with because each game was just so close. Like, there was not many blowout games, just I feel like it was just England, Ukraine in the knockouts that was 4 0. Everything else was like 1 1, 5 3, 2 yeah. 2. It was all great. Yeah, I would say, I would say probably 70% of the games or even 75% of the matches in the whole tournament were exciting and good. So, yeah. It, that's all you got to want from a Euro. Obviously, I wish England would have won, but you know, whatever. Um, like I said, Rashford will be out to mid-October with a shoulder injury. He did have a bad year last year. I hope he bounces back. Uh, but there's also a scenario I see where Sancho coming in and kind of overtaking his place. I I don't know. Um, I hope the best for him. I, I love Rashford. He's my favorite United player, but he needs to have a better season if you want. I mean, if, if you know, I want to win uh, the, the EPL, they, he needs to have a better season. So yeah, but um, and then we talked about Arsenal lost uh, their first preseason match. Arteta is still the manager, right? Yeah, he is. Like, like, why is he still the manager? <laughs> I don't know. I that was my my brother's biggest like rift with it. He's like, I have no idea why Mikel Arteta is still the manager. Yeah. It, I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I, I they look like a long season ahead. I don't really. They didn't get many transfers in. I don't think did they? I don't think they've gotten any yet. Yeah, nothing, nothing noteworthy. I don't think no like headliners. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, I, it's not looking good for Arsenal. Uh, it, it, this is it. Kind of reminds me of the slump United went in after. Uh, uh, Alex Ferguson uh, retired, kind of, and then go yeah. from Louis Van, Louis Van Hall to David Moyes. So it they'll get back on top eventually, but it, it doesn't look good for Arsenal right now. Um, all right, we talked about Messi's new deal. Do we think Messi's going to start slowing down anytime? I mean, I think he kind of regressed a little bit last year, but he's there comes a point where he's got to start slowing down. I don't think so. I think he's just always going to be good. I think it's okay. The, all right. I mean, he had the most goals in the Copa, and Ronaldo had the most in the Euros. So it's just like it's like old times. Nothing's changed. I, I, I hope La Liga is like that again. Um, back to the uh, good thing in England, uh, they have made four arrests in uh, the racism cases. Good. Those guys should get jail time. I don't really care. They should get jail time. Yeah. Um, whether it be thirty days. whether it be 30 days or uh, whatever, but um, yeah, I guess we just lost uh, Michael for a second. Um, hopefully he just gets back in, but yeah, whether it be 30 days, I, those guys need to go to jail. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know uh, what just happened. It's fine. Did you click off it or something? No, it just like it just said I had an internet problem, but I oh okay, good. All right, yeah, yeah. No, I'm if back. it ever happens between both of us, just kind of talk for thirty seconds. They should be yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, just saying those guys should get jail time no matter what it is. Um, the next biggest story I thought, which is, I mean, this just, I mean, this just speaks La Liga, like it is what it is. It speaks Real Madrid. The uh, Florentino Perez like recorded messages. Did you see anything about that? Yeah. What an idiot. Like, exactly. <laughs> like Does he want his job. Like I honestly can't tell if he wants to keep his job. It, and this was back in 2012. So I, I will say like, I, it may have been more secretive then. Like maybe you didn't think people were going to put recording you, but yeah. I, I, nowadays in age, I would never say anything in public or unless I'm in like a locked room with somebody and I've checked them for wires, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say anything dumb. And then just him going after uh, two of the best players in Real's history. I mean, Casillas and Ronaldo. Yeah. And it's just like, just so dumb. Yeah. It was, it was, it was silly. So I, I didn't, I didn't really, yeah, it was dumb and yeah, what an idiot. Um, and then I just saw this today. I, this makes no sense to me. Um, apparently, I don't think Holland's going to move. I, I think Borussia Dortmund would be crazy to give him away this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll leave probably next summer or the summer after that for probably the biggest transfer fee in the world. But I saw today that uh, there are talks with Chelsea ongoing and that they're willing to throw in Tammy Abraham um, in the deal, which I, I don't know a ton about Tammy Abraham, but he's not even on the same level as Holland. No, or, not at uh, all. Yeah, so it, I don't think that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, everyone, they always throw Tammy Abraham. They're like, oh, Chelsea want Kane, and we'll throw in Tammy Abraham. Yeah. Like, well, is Tammy Abraham that good? Because he just – he didn't play like at all last season. Exactly. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like your friend in like fantasy football or fantasy basketball. When yeah. they, they're like, Hey, uh, I'll trade you. Can you, can I have James Harden? And I'll give you like five role players. And you're like, dude, I, what are you talking about? Like, uh, that's funny. Um, and then uh, I didn't know this, but uh, the U S women's national team could be the first team in the history of women's soccer to win uh, the World Cup and then the Olympics uh, right after that. Um, I didn't I, know that either, but you gotta you gotta think they will. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I'm gonna look up their roster because like the Olympics are weird, right? Like they all have to be like under 21, but you get like three exceptions. Is that how it is in uh in women's also? I, I believe so. I'm gonna look right now. Yeah, because um, that's why the. the like the the men's team is so like weird looking. We don't know anybody really. But well, yeah, we'll get to them in the Gold Cup. But um, I'm looking at it right now. It looks like Rapino's on it, Carly Lloyd's on it, Alex Morgan's on it. So I mean, they have some players. Yeah, yeah. This is I. I the rule must not be the. It must be different for soccer, yeah. men's soccer, because and then Julie Ertz is on there too. So I yeah. Um, but I mean. It, you have to think they're just going to win again, right? Yeah. I would, there's no reason not to. Yeah. I, I, yeah. There's no I, reason not to. I would I would be shocked if they didn't win. Um, and then uh, the Gold Cup, uh, they won. I, I didn't watch it. Um, did you watch I don't know if you watched it. I did it. not watch it. Uh, they won one nothing over somebody. And then they play again tonight. Um, 
I think well, they beat Haiti. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was Haiti, but then I was mixing it up. I thought I was mixing it up with like the assassination in Haiti. Yeah, so, I think that's why I remember that it was Haiti. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, the only thing I'll really say about this, I, I don't know basically any of the. I mean, I know like Jossi Zardes and, and them, but I, I think it's A, I think it's good that they're going to give Reyna and Pulisic and all those big name guys kind of let them just go on to their club season, start training with them, give them some time off. Yeah. Uh, and then this way, hopefully Berhalter can then get a look at some of these other guys that are actually like, you know, fill in the cracks um, on the squad for uh, the, or not the Olympics, the uh, World Cup. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you've heard of this guy. Uh, I, I've become enamored with him. I don't know why. Um, Gianluca Busio. Um, I haven't he's heard of him. 18, like two, three years ago, he signed the second youngest or the second, I mean, he was the second youngest player signed an MLS contract. Uh, obviously, Freddie Adu was the youngest. Um, uh, uh, quick note, I saw Freddie Adu play for the uh, for the D.C. United in mm-hmm. his first season. Uh, we bought tickets on, like, a family vacation, and he played for, like, three minutes, and I, <laughs> I, it was it was a waste of time. But, um, yeah, uh, he plays for uh, Kansas, Sporting KC and – he he's really good. I think he's really good. He's trying to go over to Europe. Uh, there have been interested teams. I, anyone who doesn't really know of him, I would uh, just look up his goals and his assists. Mm-hmm. He is, if, if you look at him, he is Weston McKinney, um, basically reincarnated. They're the same. They look the same. They're the same midfield, like short players. Um, but I, I will say he is on the roster for the gold cup. So I'm hoping, um, I'll probably watch. They play Canada on Sunday, I believe. I'll probably watch that one. Um, I got to tell you, I'm not probably going to tune into Martinek tonight. Uh, so I've never even heard of that. Yeah. So play, whatever it is, a region, a, an island. So yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, that that's uh, pretty much it for what else is going on in current events. Um, unless you got anything else, I think we. Uh, which one you want to start with, Syria or La Liga? Let's do. Let's do the Italian league. All right, all right. Um, so obviously, like I said, you're way smarter than this. Me, Inter won it last year, correct? Inter won. Yes. So, um, the, so the teams in the Champions League for this year is Inter, AC Milan, Atalanta, and Juve. Okay, so no Napoli. Napoli was fifth. Lazio was sixth, and Roma was seventh. Okay. Yeah. So I think that means Roma is in the the new European cup or whatever they, they added a new thing for the team right below the europa league which is what tottenham is in that's why i know about it so i <laughs> i think if it's the same in every league it's whoever got seventh so i think it's roma but i mean yeah, that's, that's just, that doesn't that, matter that's, that's just march madness uh basically march madness and then they had the nit always and now they added the cbi or whatever yeah, so it just, uh, it, no i mean i i it, it's good it, it's good to play it's good to play in those tournaments yeah no matter what it I is just, I'm just hoping it's Tottenham's first trophy in a while. So yeah, I, you gotta hope so, right? Yeah. Um, um, uh, so uh, the top four this year. I, I mean, I guess we could talk about transfers in. I, it's been an odd summer with the Euros going on because it seems like nothing has really happened. Um, yeah, there, there haven't been any big ones yet, really. Yeah. So I, I think I, the I think the biggest one so far is Fikayo Tamori from Chelsea. Is now a permanent on uh, AC Milan. Is it on AC Milan? He was on loan there, but they uh-huh. they they just permanently transferred him. So I think that's the most expensive 
this summer. But most of the Italian league, I think, is players leaving. That like it's because the team, like the Italy national team, played so well. So yeah. everyone, oh, we want to buy all the players, so they're all leaving now. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, well, they still got you know Juventus, Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah, yeah. and um, Inter still has Lukaku. And- yeah. And then I, I obviously, I guess we don't know what the case is going to be with Erickson. I, I, I would be kind of surprised if he played this calendar year. It wouldn't shock me if maybe later next yeah. spring he starts playing, but I'd be pretty surprised if he um, played this like yeah, upcoming fall yeah. in winter. I, it, I mean, he almost died, man. Like just take some time with your family yeah. or something like, come on. Um, so I guess we'll, uh, we'll I, I, who do you think will finish top four? I'm gonna go. I th- I think Juventus will win. I'm gonna say Juve, Inter, Roma, and Atalanta. Okay. Okay. Um, I I don't know that. What's happened to AC Milan? They used to be so good. Are they in money yeah. problems? Well, I mean, they got second last year, but they have Zlatan still. And they just lost Donnarumma. They don't have. I thought Slatan st- still played for the Galaxy. No, he plays for AC Milan. Oh, oh. he went back. He's but, like, how old is he now? Like forty-five. I think he might be 39, 38. No, it's he's gotta got to be. But I mean, I think after AC Milan was like the best team in the world for so long, the only way he can go is down. So they're still like down. They're not. They're not back yet. Um. Uh, so it, it, I'm looking at, uh, I, I pulled up the Wikipedia. Uh, it, it looks like the top four will go to the champions league. Five will go to the Europa league. And then sixth goes to, uh, Europa conference league playoff round. So I don't know if that's yeah. the Europa. No, that's, is it the conference league? Cause that's, that's the thing that Tottenham's in the conference, the European Conference League. So I guess, I guess it switches for each league who goes, because I know some leagues they get two Europa League teams, like okay. automatically. And then okay. for Premier League, I think whoever's in sixth has to do a playoff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of looking it up. I clearly need to do a little more research on this. This is a long Wikipedia stage or a page, yeah. but. Um... Yeah, uh, I think Juventus uh, win again. I, I I agree. I think Inter will actually once again be very good. Um, I do think they're going to have trouble without Erickson in there. Um, you know, being a uh, midfielder for them. And then um, who's on Atlanta? Atlanta. It doesn't have any like no names you'd probably recognize, but they're just like a good team. Okay, I, I I'll go with Ad- Atlanta, and then um. Fourth, I will. I'll go with Napoli. I it, they are always just good, and I believe Insigne still plays for them. Correct? Insigne and uh, Dries Mertens, the Belgian. Yeah. yeah. So I I think they'll be uh, back up into qualifying. Um, I I guess if we instead of like uh or yeah no that's on the outline my bad um. Who do you think the most disappointing team heading into it? Uh, what are your thoughts? I'm going to say because they did so well last year, AC Milan. But like, if we're just talking biggest like 
switching the table. I'm going to say it's Sassuolo, which is a, like not a very known team, but they got eighth. But mm-hmm. they their best or their two of their best players was uh, Nico Berardi and Manuel Locatelli, and they're both probably going to leave now because they yeah. played so well. So I'm going to say they dropped pretty far. I'm going to do a weird one. With to me, it almost and you can tell me if I'm wrong. It seems like with Ericsson out, Inter's is going to struggle a little bit with it, at least to begin with. Um, so it, in all reality, like you would think that Juventus should run away with it. Um, I think they'll be the most disappointing team just by the fact that it's going to be a race all year long. Like, yeah, I feel like, I mean, when Ronaldo first went there, they won the league, I believe, pretty easily, and then last year, I. I don't really know what happened, but they obviously didn't win the league. Um, and then it, more broad, I guess I'll say, I mean, you kind of brought it up, but I mean, if all of Italy's players are getting steal, sto- stolen from Italy, I, I mean, the league's bound to have a down year. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it, I believe Syria is the only, did they sign a deal with the ESPN plus? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I they know. did. I think they did last year or two years okay. ago when Raul first went there. I think right now though they're the only league because uh, I know La Liga is going to ESPN Plus this year. Yeah, and then so I think they're the only league that don't have like a big American um, like partnership in TV. I would say um, so I, that that'll hurt them big time. Yeah. Um, just from a money standpoint, but sure. Um, uh, all right, moving on. Uh, you know, I'm, I'll move it around. Um, uh, who do you think will – so in the Champions League, they have obviously Inter, Juventus, and then who else did you say? Uh, AC Milan and Atalanta. All right, who, who, who do you think goes farther in the Champions League? Or I guess if you want – you think one of them are going to win it, go ahead. I mean, Inter have the best chances because they're going to have – because they got first, so they're going to be the best in their group. Yeah, technically, mm-hmm. but Inter's been terrible in the Champions League recently. Like they didn't even get out of the group stage last year. Yeah, so I'm gonna say Juventus, but Juventus is gonna have a harder group because they're in fourth. So the, I mean, they're gonna have to like hope for second place probably if they're like in a group with PSG or Bayern or someone like that. Yeah, but I'm gonna say Juventus. I'll agree with you there. Um... Like I said, I think Napoli is going to be back and good again. I've always liked Napoli. Um, obviously, they're not in the Champions League, but um, I, I think they're going to bounce back in the league. I, I agree with Juventus. I, yeah, Inter, I mean, for whatever reason, that there are just certain clubs that don't play well against the rest of the world, whether yeah. it be for the players, the manager, whatever. And it, I, I, who's the last Serie A team to win the uh, Champions League? I think it was... I think it was Inter. Um, I think it was Inter with uh, Mourinho. Oh, uh, yeah, he did do that. That was like the early 2000s, wasn't it? Wasn't it? I think it was like 2008, maybe. Let's see. Um, here, I'm looking at it. Uh, um... Just terrible, terrible um, podcast. Well, it was, yeah. it, I think it is Inter. It, it was a while ago, though. Yeah. yeah Inter in 2010. Yeah. To beat yeah, Bayern so, 2-0. Um, yeah, and especially, like you said, if, if their players are getting poached off, it, it, it might be a down year for them. But 
you almost have to just go with Juventus just because of the almost the, the familiarity they have with the Champions League. Um, yeah. But then again, you're right with the fact that they're probably going to get stuck with a PSG who, or, you know, a Bayern or uh, Man City or something like that. Um, so that's interesting, at least. Um, mm-hmm. Breakout star from the Serie A. Mm, I'm, I mean, I want to say one of the people who was on the Italian team, like someone who's kind of continue it to like, I mean, if Spinozola was healthy, I'd probably say Spinozola. But I'll say, like, I mean, I don't know if Chiesa can even be a breakout star. He's still – he's been good for Juventus, but I feel like this gave a lot of the Italian players a lot of press, so, like, everyone knows their name now. So I think it could be him. It could be Berardi, Barella. I think – I mean, it could be it. It's one of those, I think, one of the Italian team players. Um, I'm going to go a little different – uh, kind of path uh, than you on that one. I Matthew or not Matthew? What's his name? Matisse uh, Delight obviously still had a good season for yeah. Juventus last year, but I think this is the year where he kind of steps up and it, it becomes in the conversation of like, you know one of the top defenders, center backs in the world. So, um, and that I mean, I'm almost just hoping for that too because the, it would make the Netherlands. I think he plays for the Netherlands, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, Netherlands would be back good. So, um, yeah, I, I think he's really going to step up. I mean, he he at the time Juventus bought him, he was the most expensive defensive player transfer, I believe, in the history. I think so. Because I think it surpassed Maguire to United. I think he was before Maguire, or were they the same time? I think they were the same time. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think they I, were the same time. It might be. It. Because he was he was a beast on Ajax. Yeah, he was. I, I remember he was by far their best player. But um, yeah, so I, I think he kind of steps up and um, uh, you know takes a get you know is, becomes one of the top players in the world. Um, I'm just gonna skip this one for now I, because we you said uh, a lot of players really haven't transferred in from the Serie A, mm-hmm. um, so we'll just skip that one uh, for this um, uh, top goal scorer. Mm, I think there's it's between three. It's between Lukaku, Ronaldo, and Immobile. Because Immobile, I mean, he only had like two goals in the Euros, but he's always he always scores for Lazio. Like he's the guy to score. Mm-hmm. But out of those three, I'm gonna say it's Immobile. I'm gonna go Immobile. I'm gonna stick with uh, Lukaku. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I he just seemed to have such a good form of run. Obviously, last year, um, and then when they lost in the Euros, I mean, not, not necessarily wasn't Lukaku's fault, but he's been in form, and I, I honestly think he he's just so much bigger and stronger than basically everyone else, other than Ronaldo, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he, he just his power gets him through um, uh, a lot of. Uh, Two, a lot of goals. Um, and then yeah. pulled up some of the biggest matches. Uh, obviously, you're going to have your uh, Juventus. Um, here, I'll read them out loud. Uh, the Dirty, the Derby. Okay, never mind. Milan and Inter uh, face off uh, November or week of November 7th and then in February. Um, that's the, do you know what that's called? The, uh, like, it's the Battle of Milan or yeah, 
It's not the Battle of Milan, but I think they just call it the Milan Derby. I mean, there's probably an Italian name for <laughs> that's it. That's true. But. I guess we could just call it Derby. I mean, it's just the Derby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then um, I, I guess it, just kind of looking at which uh, which games are you matches are you looking uh, most forward to? I, I think uh, uh, whenever um, Inter and Juventus meet, and for the first mm-hmm. time, whether wherever it be. Um, I think that is a huge game and that um, I, I, I think that's early or it, relatively early. So that'll kind of um, set the tone for the you know rest of the year. Um, I'm mm-hmm. looking at some of the week one matchups. Um, nothing too huge, but yeah, I, uh, back to the same question. I don't know what, 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 which ones intrigue you the most, I guess I would say. I mean, there's all the obvious ones like with Juve, Milan, Inter, Napoli. I'm going to say like when Roma plays Inter Juventus because Mourinho's at Roma now. That's so, like, exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> they're like, and Mourinho's just, he's just interesting. And, you know, he's going back to Inter where he played or where he was manager. And when he goes back to Juventus, he knows a lot of the guys. Like he loves Keeling, even though he's never coached him. I don't think he loves Ronaldo, obviously. So that'll be, I mean, that'll just be fun to see. Yeah, I, I, just to uh, kind of get off topic, topic real quick, uh, more on Jose Mourinho. Do we think he's still one of the top managers in the world? Seeing his season last year with Tottenham, I would say no. I I, I would tend to agree, but I think we would be in the minority. Yeah, I don't think you can really bet against him. Yeah, definitely. But definitely. I, I was disappointed in him with my team. He seemed to kind of kill it. I was very disappointed with my team as well, but yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what, he made every press conference interesting. So, Oh yeah. I love his interviews are the best. Oh yeah. And so I love good. it when he, when he sits up there and he probably is smarter than 90% of the reporters, but he like sits up there and he just knows he's smarter than all these people. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it, it, it's European soccer. It's just like European man. It's like the flair of the flamboyant European manager. I, I mm-hmm. love it. Um, I, I think we are going over the top goal score. I, I don't know any anything else in Syria you really want to talk about. Like I said, I believe that first uh, they start uh, September. No, wow, they start August twenty first. Yeah, I think most most of the leagues start in August. I know the Premier League starts August sixteenth. I think. Okay. But okay. Um, and then before I, I, you, I've always liked watching Italian soccer. Like I think it's it's like it's more competitive than like French soccer. I feel like so I've always liked watching it. I agree. I like Serie A and Bundesliga way more than I like um, La Liga. I think La Liga can be boring unless it's the big the big guys. Unless it's yeah. basically Madrid's or uh, Barcelona. Yeah. Um. But before I forgot to put this on here, but before we get to uh, La Liga, do you know when the World Cup is scheduled next year? Did we already talk about this? It's in this. Well, it's the summer, isn't it? No, it's not. It's November 18th through like December 15th. That's a little odd. Yeah, right. Well, because it's in Qatar, it's in Qatar, so they can't play in the summer. Oh. so they must. So do they just pause the domestic seasons? Because the whole team's going to be gone. Honestly, this is this was first brought to my attention on Sunday, the day of the final last year, last two weeks ago, whatever it is now. Um, the last day of the final. My brother, uh, I was watching with him, and he's like, "Yeah, it's going to be in the fall." Um, Interesting. There, 
there's really two things I have to say about that. Like, what do you, because I know the African League of Nations, they kind of just let those guys go over and play because it's only a certain select few. Right. But I would think all the leagues have to shut down for like two months. Right. Well, yeah. Cause, cause it's like called AFCON, their thing. So they let them go. Right. I, I kind of hope they don't shut down just to like see what the teams are. Cause like, obviously <laughs> everyone doesn't go to the World Cup. Like, there's definitely some players who don't make their team, their, their country doesn't make it, whatever. Like, but like, can we field 11 on every team? I'd, pro- I'd probably say no. Yeah. I would agree. They'll probably have- not. And this They'll is probably just, just call it like the World Cup break or something. How, how yeah. they do the international break? No, but you're right up the alley there. Where, like Jesse Lingard is. And this is just one player. Like you know, Jesse Lingard is never going to be on the England squad again. But it would be kind of cool to see him be like one of the top five players in the league for a month and a half. He'd probably be like the the best player. <laughs> like yeah. who else could even be there? I guess. I mean, I don't know if Aubameyang maybe. Because he's from Gabon, so I don't know if they. Yeah, I, then I guess like uh, Salah will be a beast as well. Because and yeah, if Egypt doesn't qualify, I guess. Yeah. I guess maybe Arsenal would be insane because I, I don't think Lacazette is on the French team anymore. No, so maybe they no. would just run away with the league. It, so I guess we can come away with this saying that this is great for Arsenal fans. After we started yeah. out by saying it was terrible already, maybe uh, no, but I do think they will definitely have a break. I just I. I I don't see it, but it, you're right on track there. Where it would be awesome, like the replacements, the movie, the football movie. I don't know if you ever yeah. seen, like the replacements come in. Um, that would be hilarious. Uh, the second thing I wanted to touch on and about this really is, obviously, the United States didn't make the last World Cup. It sucked. It sucked for fans. It sucked for the United States. If the U.S. doesn't make this World Cup, like obviously, it's the biggest event in the world, and every other country is going to be watching it. But if the U.S. doesn't make this World Cup, the audience numbers in uh, the United States are going to be like zero just because, A, the USA isn't it, and it's in the middle of college football, NBA, NFL. Uh, well, I'm looking at the – like the, I don't know what I'm looking at right now, actually. I guess I'm looking at the group stage. or I, I'm looking at the schedule, but it's all confusing because it all says TBD since no one knows the teams. But luckily for – I guess for everyone viewing the times, it's probably not going to interfere with anything since it's in Qatar. So there's a big time change. It looks like group stage games will often be at like 2 a.m., which will probably no one will watch unless you're like me who likes watching those games. Yeah, I'll stay up and watch those. <laughs> but most of the, like all the round of 16 is 7 or 11 a.m. Pretty much everything is 7 or 11 a.m. So, I mean, that's my time. That's, that's Pacific time, so it's probably a little easier for you. Yeah, but. I just I, I'm looking at the dates for it, like 21st of November. Like I can't, yeah. I, I can't, I can't imagine like instead of like, because I'll be honest, like on th- like if Thanksgiving, like that would be awesome. If I agree. Like if the U.S. played in Thanksgiving, would I would 100 percent awesome. be full on eat my meal and then be done. I'm gonna watch soccer for the rest of the day instead. Like I don't care about the NFL. I don't want to watch the Lions play the Packers. Yeah, I'd much rather watch a World Cup game. Well, and it, if it is like an international break or a World Cup break, whatever they call it, usually the international breaks are like it's like a depressing time. There's like they're not even playing important games. Yeah, just be the best international break ever. Yeah, um, you just watch like Man U play Man City, and then it's like England versus Spain the next yeah. day. That would be awesome. 
yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up because it was literally just brought to my attention. Because I still thought they were playing it in summer because that's the only time that makes sense. But I guess they'd like melt if they played in Qatar in the summer. It is literally on the equator, which maybe we'll get into this on a future episode or something. But once Sepp Blatter got like convicted or whatever, indicted or everything came down on him, they should have like redone everything. Just like put the vote back up to like – Let's be honest. It should not be in Qatar. Yeah. The, and then this is kind of random, but they're, they're in the Northern hemisphere. Qatar is because they're right above the equator. So, cause like, well, the only reason I'm asking is their summer is the same as our summer, right? I so, believe so. Yes. Okay. That's why I, they I, would, I mean, that must be why they did it. Yeah. Good. I, I, mean, I imagine this is getting a little, off topic but the stadiums are going to look amazing obviously but all i'm going to think about is these slaves built this thing yes of in course. 2021 yeah I'm, i mean i'm on the wikipedia page right now and they have pictures of like all the stadiums and the locations I, they look awesome like this yeah. one uh the loose sail iconic stadium holds eighty thousand. i mean it, it it looks like a gold cup it looks great yeah. like literally gold like so yeah they're going to be great but then in the back of your head you're going to be like Hmm. Well, God. like in this 90 minutes, uh, probably five guys died while making the stadium. Yeah. So, um, but I, like I said, they should have gone back and redone everything, but whatever. I, I think it'll be one of the more interesting world cups. I, I do. It'll just be weird, but for sure. Interesting. Um, so let's get in back into La Liga. Um, who won it last year? Atletico. Okay. Okay. What, what was the finish? Do you know? It was, I can tell you one sec. They, it was like a, I think it was like it came down to the last day, if I remember correctly. So it was Atletico at 86 points. Real was second with 84. Barcelona third, 79. Sevilla fourth, 77. Okay. Yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that is a little odd that Barcelona fell that far, but it, I guess. We, since we're talking about uh, La Liga, Barcelona's in real trouble with money, right? I think so. Yeah, and basically, it's from what I've been reading. Basically, it's like it's all Antoine Griezmann's fault <laughs> because That's, they gave him so actually, much money. They're they're like I've seen reports. They're in advanced talks to swap Griezmann for Atletico Madrid's Saul Niguez. Like, so he's going to yeah. go back to Atletico. Yeah. Uh, he's been so, terrible for Barcelona. He's been terrible. Well, I in this is kind of – it's not really off topic, but it, it seems like Barcelona, like, obviously their academy builds these midfield players. They're insane, which mm-hmm. – Pedro didn't go through the academy. Do you know that? I didn't. I'm, yeah. I don't know where he came from. He just arrived this year, right? Yeah. I, I, I remember reading. I can't remember now, but, yeah, he didn't come up through the academy, which is – Shocking, Shocking to me because yeah. which the way he plays, it's like he was literally born and like yeah. six months later he was playing tiki taka. So yeah. Um yeah. Um uh so um but I guess uh going on that, uh I think I at least uh, the top three are I think they'll probably stay the same. Um I think I, I'm not. I'm not going to pick one right now, but I, I will say obviously the two Madrids and Barcelona in the top three, and then the fourth. I think 
because I, I don't think they've sold many players. I think they've been – I know they haven't sold Pau Torres, who's a mm-hmm. pretty good uh, defensive player. I think Villarreal kind of uh, comes back, and I think they finished fourth, and then if we want to go to fifth, I think Valencia comes back strong this year as well. Wow, Valencia finished 13th. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I I'm just I think it's Sevilla stays in fourth, honestly. I think I actually think there's a little bit of a gap between those four teams and the rest. I do think Villarreal is probably the next one. I mean, they did win the Europa League against Man United, but I, they they like purely beat us. They were better. Yeah. Um uh, I forget what the next question is. Uh, um, so uh, basically Barcelona is looking to live off of um, free transfers because apparently they're basically all in on Aguero on a free transfer up top, I believe. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it, it just seems like Liverpool or not Liverpool, Barcelona does that. Like I said, they have their midfielders and then they just go out and buy wingers and buy forwards and, I think it almost it's starting to hurt them because the they have so many players that they bring up through their academy, and then they get to the like the first team squad, and then they just bring in like a. I think Aguero will be fine there, but like a Luis Suarez, kind of like he mm-hmm. was good there, but he never really kind of fit in. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I if we're so, picking who we think is going to win, I actually think Barcelona is going to win. I agree. I think- I think just because Atletico won, they're going to be the most disappointing because I think they probably fall to third, third or fourth. And then I think it's a tight-ish race between Barcelona and Madrid, Real. But I think Barcelona wins just just because Madrid. They just look to have to be having their own problems with Hazard and. Yeah, I mean, my my most disappointing team, I think, will be Madrid. Um, who, who who's their new manager? I can't. It's a. Uh, it's the Everton guy. What's his name? Oh, Ancelotti. It's Ancelotti. Yeah. He had success over there. I think. Mm-hmm. The league is La league is so weird. They just bring back all these random coaches that they've had in the past. I think yeah. they're not going to be as good as. Like, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they finished fourth. Um, I. I, I it, Vin- Viniscus was supposed to be this like savior for them. He's been okay at best. Obviously, mm-hmm. Hazard's been horrible. Um, Isco is probably on his way out. I thought I saw Spurs and uh, Chelsea were looking at him. Um, I I remember Isco like I don't know five five six years ago was like one of the best players like best midfielders in the world, and it just seems yeah. like seems like a lot of players they transfer into Barcelona, Real Madrid, and they just get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I, I think definitely. There's there's a lot of like random players you see on like Arsenal or Everton that are like you're like oh they're loaned from Madrid, like Danny Ceballos. I feel like he's been on Arsenal forever, but he's like I want to win with Madrid. I was like when when are you on Madrid? Yeah, when are you going back there, bud? Like, um, and then I guess it goes right into uh, um, uh, most disappointing player. I don't think you can even say Hazard again. I was – I God, we're getting good at this. I was going to say I don't know if you can say Hazard because he's been a disappointment. I'm going to say – Ooh, I think Luis Suarez takes a big step down for Atletico. 
Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Um, I'm going to go with the younger guy, actually Madrid guy. I think Rafael Varane's going to have a down year simply for the fact that he's – it seems like he's been like been on and off confirmed to United for the past – I don't basically since the Euro was going on. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like that's going to get done. So I think he kind of goes into the season like not knowing, and then he goes into the winter transfer market and is like, I, am I going now? So – would not surprise me if he's a bad season. Uh, I, Luis Suarez, you, you really never know with him. I, I'm almost back to the point with Luis Suarez. Like, I just want him to start biting people again. <laughs> it was funny, so More just start exciting. biting people again. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I mostly, mostly agree with that. Um, I also, I, I, I'll come out and say it right now. I think an English team wins the Champions League this year. Um, again, two in a row. Um, and then. So I think who will go the farthest. I actually think Atletico will go the farthest. For whatever reason, Diego Simeone, like they're always so good in the Champions League. Yeah. I look I wouldn't even say they're so good. Their style of play is they're just good at winning. Yeah, their style of play is not exciting. I hate watching Atletico Madrid. Uh, they basically have just a great defense, but yeah, that's who I think is farthest. I another just going back, another person I think is going to have a disappointing season is Jao Felix again. But he's another one where, like, can he have another disappointing season? And he's only, like, he's, like, what, 21 now or 20? Yeah. So, yeah, no, he he definitely – I remember that summer when – I mean, he was all the talk. Like, he was the next Messi, the next – Yeah. Like, so, yeah. But, I, and I, I will say, also, him picking Atletico Madrid was – Always an odd choice to me. Yeah. Um, especially because he's weird. more of a forward lying player, but yeah. Yeah. I think for who goes farthest in the Champions League, it's a little bit of hoping, but I, I think it's Barcelona again. I think this season they're going to figure a lot of stuff out and their midfield is going to get a lot stronger with Pedri kind of becoming like the focal point of it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and- maybe I, th- I hope Aguero helps them like as like an actual out and out striker. Cause they were playing like Braithwaite and Griezmann up there. So I think Aguero will help. Yeah. Yeah. And I he knows Messi. They're like best friends. So that, that'll be nice. Um, so I'm going to skip down real quick to the, yeah. the biggest transfer player. I, I, I think it will be Aguero just because I think he's going to be given so many chances in front of the net. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, we kind of talked about threats outside of it. You said um, Sevilla. Um, I kind of said uh, Villarreal. I think those guys will be threats, and they might be, you know, win like out of the six game matches they play against the top three, they might win one or two, whatever. Uh, I don't think anyone other than Atletico, Real, or Barcelona is winning the league, though. Yeah, I agree. Um. Uh, the biggest matches. I don't have that pulled up, but that's always uh, the Copa del Rey. Yeah. Um, both uh, the Madrid derbies, and then obviously El Clasico. Yeah. Um, I. It seems to me almost La Liga has gotten a little deeper, though. Like it used to really, really just be those three, and then it was kind of a coin flip on, yeah. you know, whoever. But. Um, yeah, I, I think they've built some depth. Like I said, you like Sevilla. I think Villarreal has a good year, and I also think Valencia at least finishes in the top ten. Yeah, um, they, they have to. Well, and I think Athletic Club, I think they beat 
Barcelona in some final like last year, some one of those Spanish leagues. So I mean, they should be better too. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. I do remember that a little bit. Um, I think it's when Messi got got a red card for smacking someone in the face. When was this? That. I never heard about that. Yeah, he smacked someone in the face. Not not like he like punched him, but like the guy was kind of running near him, and he kind of like wrapped around him, and like oh, it was a light. Oh. It was a light tap. This was uh, this is going way, way back to the Euro. Um, I don't know who it was. I think it was Chiellini. It, it was later in the match. I think it was tied one one. I can't remember who was going around it. Yeah, he straight up clotheslined him. Like I, I wasn't shocked that he only got a yellow because it's Chiellini. If that's someone else, I think that's. I think they at least look at that for a red card. Like, I don't, you don't I, think so? I don't think so. I think because there's like a very broad thing about pulling the jersey. Like it's kind of just like automatically yellow. And it wasn't like he was like at the goal. Like he was at the halfway line and there was defenders back. But it, I mean, it, you love to see it from Keelina. Like that's what you want. Yeah. And, and he knew it too. And the best part about yeah. it, he knew he was going to get a yellow card, but he knew he wasn't going to get a red card. He was like, this yeah. is better. And that's the, I mean, that's the benefit you have with those veteran, veteran guys. I'm the, the only thing I had to say about it really. I mean, that's a flag in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, a, it was a, seeing it in full in like normal time. It didn't look that bad, but the replay, he like really got it. Yeah. He really got him like by the scruff of his collar. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, and I guess we can go breakout star, star top goal scorer. Um, I would say top goal scorer. It's going to come from Barcelona. Probably I would say Messi or Aguero. I think it's going to be Messi. I, I'm so, actually going to go with Benzema. I think it's going to be Benzema. All right. So real pause real quick. Uh, you just fallen back in love with Messi now that he finally won an international. Well, I, I was always Messi over Ronaldo. But, I mean, like I've said it a lot, like seeing Messi happy, like just as a soccer fan, it's just like it's just nice to see. Because like you see him cry like after the World Cup, after the the last Copa, after the Champions League, like it's just like oh, it's too much disappointment for. He's just so like good. You just like I like to see him happy. I it, I've always been an Ronaldo guy. Uh, maybe we'll do an episode at some point where we do an hour long debate on who's better, and we'll and obviously end with no answer, just like the stupid uh, LeBron yeah. Jordan debates. But yeah, I, no, I. I I, I like seeing Messi win the Copa. I, it is weird to think that probably the two best players of this last generation, like by far the two best players, each only ended up winning one like major tournament with their teams. Like I, so that's just interesting. Unless they win Qatar. Unless. Argentina-Portugal final. I'm calling it. I, I will. I mean, you want to talk – I mean – that would be the biggest. That would be the biggest match in the history of the world. It probably would. Like, yes, that would be. Yeah, and and the best part is hopefully, the I think the best part would be if if both of them were just ghosts during the game and they didn't they do probably anything. Would be. That's what I mean. That's what usually happens in finals. Like the best player doesn't do that much because they get targeted by the yeah. They shut them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anything else you have on the league before we get to our little Mount Rushmore five aside team? I don't think so. That's all. Okay. Okay. Um, so, you know what? 
Do you want to go first or second? Obviously, it's a snake draft. So, do you know I'll, what a snake draft is? I'll go second. So, is, is this between La Liga and Syria? I was just gonna go everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Let's let's do let's do just these two leagues, and we'll do that for each each episode. Okay. Okay. Um, you, I'll, I'll you can go. You can take first pick. So then I get one, you get two, I get two, you get two. Yeah, I'll I'll write them down so we remember. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Um. I'll get in Syria. Um. Damn it! I wanted to go second. Um. <laughs> you can do any formation you want. Just one goalkeeper and then four others. Yeah. Um. I'll go Ronaldo. I'll go Ronaldo. One. Right. Um. And I. Okay. I'll see what you pick because I think you have an easy choice. Yeah. I, well, I'm gonna go Messi. Uh. Second. I'm gonna go. Ooh, I'm gonna go Messi and. Oh, this is tough. Shouldn't be. I know it shouldn't be, but I'm, I'm not thinking right. I'm gonna start a clock soon. Okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chiesa. Okay. Um. Uh, big mistake. Uh, big mistake. I, I don't know. I couldn't think of anyone. Panicking. Uh, oh shit! No, it's not. He doesn't play for them anymore. You're gonna go Donnarumma, huh? Yes. Yeah, he plays for PSG. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. That was so. Okay. All right. That wasn't terrible then. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. All right. Hold on. I I, I gotta think about this. Uh. <laughs> um. You know what? All right, uh, I'll go. I'll, I'll go Pedri. Okay. And then, um, I'll take Sergino Dest. Interesting. Interesting. These are my. Oh no, these are not my last two. I'm gonna go. I need a defender. I'm gonna take Delict. Okay. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> Fuck you. And then, what else do I want here? I need a nice midfielder. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Tony Cruz. Okay. Um. All right. All right. Um, actually, Syria and okay. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ron. Okay. And. All right, goalie. Um, I'll go. I'll go Terstegen in the goal. Okay. Okay. So then I just need a keeper now. So I guess I'll take Courtois. 
No, I was just looking at the rosters. A name we didn't even mention for Barcelona that they got is Memphis Depay. I know, I know. And I should have brought it up because I have a thing. I had the Liga preview pulled up. And as I, said, as I was talking about Messi, or I was talking about maybe Aguero, I saw Depay on there, and I was like, maybe we should bring it up, but we didn't. No, yeah. I think that's – well, I'll say this. I hope that's a good move for them. I hope that's yeah. a good move for him. He's been bouncing around. He was terrible for United. He's still rather young, so I hope he's good for um, yeah. uh, 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 um, Barcelona. So, All right. All you right. want to say your team? All right, so – what am I going with? All right. <laughs> I don't really know what formation I'm going to go with. You know what? I'll go with a 1-1-2. Uh, or no, no, no. 2-1-1. Yeah, 2-1-1. I'll have Varane and Dest in the back um, with Pedri in the middle and Ronaldo up front and Ter Stegen in the goal. Uh, I would also like to say Dest, the only reason I picked him – is because he's very good going forward. We're going to be a very offensive team, so he's going to run the wings. And um, I like my team. I like my team. I wish I would have picked the light. I wish I would much rather have the light over Ferran, but okay. All right. Yours, yours was uh, all right. You got Me- Messi. I got. A, I'm going to run a one-one-two. I got Messi and Chiesa up top. Tony Cruz in the middle, and Delict at the back with Courtois between the sticks okay I, oddly enough i think that's a pretty even yeah i think it's pretty even i think overall your team is probably better um i think i panicked with the chiesa pick i think you did too i think you I, really, I couldn't think of anyone i don't know what was going on um yeah you definitely panicked with that one. delight was a great pick cruz was interesting um I, I i needed someone for the midfield yeah yeah uh, yeah no that yeah, I think they're rather even. Um, I, it's Ter Stegen been good the last couple of years. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was between those two and Shashesny for. Oh my God! I didn't pick Oblak. I see. That's what that, I forgot about I, him. I didn't know how. Like this just shows you how much smarter Michael is than me at this stuff. I was looking at it because all I did was search, do a real quick search for the best keepers in La Liga. And it was uh, Oblak was the first one that came up, and then Courtois and Ter Stegen. But I was like, wait, I remember Oblak playing for Atletico like six years ago. He's got to be like thirty eight. Still there? Oh, yeah. I forgot. I think about he's rather. He's not like thirty eight either. I think he's like in his low thirties. I would say. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was they're they're all good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we. Uh, yeah, I think we. I think we did a did a pretty good job. They're pretty even. Yeah. Uh, I'll make a graphic, and you know, I'll probably put it out on social media some Sweet. point um but um we still don't have a name for the podcast yet it's tiki taco right now scorpion kick we'll figure it out um yeah. and then hopefully next week uh obviously you want to do bundesliga well yeah we still have time to do it. okay yeah next week we'll do bundesliga and um league one sure and then we can obviously probably preview some of the gold cup uh like uh, the end latter stages of it, um, some matches this well. All these uh, all these guys are uh, playing this weekend. Spurs are playing. PSG is playing this weekend. Bayern, Arsenal's actually playing Rangers, which you know what they could lose again. Um, 
Uh, Lion and Wolfsburg, uh, United and Roma are all playing this weekend. Um, I don't know the TV schedule. I don't know if any of them will be on TV. I Not probably either. some of them will be. Um, but it always is nice to get a good look at the younger guys who will probably be out on loan this winter. So, um, just that for, um, uh, you know, think about, and then I, I think we both expect the U S to win tonight. I hope so. I mean, yeah. I, expect it. I, I don't even know where the, uh, their opponent is from. So it, it's down in the Caribbean. It's, uh, like it, it can't be bigger than the state of Maine. So yeah, it, it can't. Can it even be bigger than Rhode Island, really? Like, yeah, no, it can't. It's not. You, you are, they're definitely the favorite, even though I know nothing about either of the teams, really. Yeah, and then uh, the U.S. obviously plays Canada on Sunday. I guess that should be a more interesting match. Um, I think they'll probably win or hopefully win, but you know what, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, kind of off track soccer just to end it. Um, thoughts on the finals so far? It was terrible refereeing yesterday. Like one of the worst games I've ever seen on both sides. There was bad calls on both sides. I thought I, I won't say much. I just, one of the, it is funny. One of the sites I work for, for football, the Brown stuff, they're all green Bay guys. They're all Milwaukee fans. So I just rile them up on Twitter all the time. It's great. <laughs> I, I'm still like hardcore cheering for the Suns just because oh, yeah. I like, I Milwaukee's boring. Like, I just don't want to see Milwaukee win. So, well, um, the only thing on the refs, there was that one Devin Booker call. I thought that was all ball, but it may have you been. Have to call it. I understand it gets called every time in the it NBA. It may have been at the top, but he wrapped his other arm around him and like his body went into him. So that for sure a foul should have been fouled out, wasn't called. And then there was just a lot of questionable calls. And then later in the game, like 20 seconds left, they trap Chris Middleton, the Suns trap him. And they just call a foul, but no one touched them because they're just expecting it. And Giannis didn't even step out of bounds to take the ball out. Like he took the ball out from inside. So, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's two to yeah. two, best of three now. You get more basketball games, so it's fine with yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and obviously you had a bad game last night from Chris Paul, which probably will be the last one he plays. Um, last thing I'll say that the, I agree the Booker thing was a foul, but the biggest thing on that, on my end, is what was he doing? Yeah, I, I really like, don't. Just let him shoot the layup. But he's always had that kind of where he's like, he has a little bit of like a temper. Not like yeah. he was getting upset, but like I, he's a I little never seen. I've seen ne- never seen Devin Booker talk and yell at the refs more than more than last night. He, yeah, he was, he's a little rash with like his actions. So like, it doesn't surprise me that he did that. It obviously, I mean, it surprised me that anyone would do that with five fouls if you're like the best player. But yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, it worked out for him. Maybe he knew they wouldn't call it. I, I going back to that, like, I, I almost just think the ref just like was kind of like, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to foul this guy out. But so well, they, because yeah. they probably expected him not to foul, like the yeah. opposite of what they. <laughs> and did so when he goes at him, he's like, the yeah, ref's like, like, what are you doing down here? He has yeah. whistles like down to his side. He's like, I, what? I don't know. Yep. Um, all right. Well, uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, probably some trailers this weekend. And then I'll hopefully get that graphic up by the end of the week that people can vote on who has the best five aside team. I don't know. Might have to play FIFA with five, at some point. Five, uh, yeah, five aside. Sure. I don't know if you can do that, but we'll, we'll see. Um, anything else, Michael? That's, that's all. All right. Have a nice we'll week, see, everyone. See you guys next week.